0: From Bee Media Production, this is Business Essentials. Practical advice and ideas to grow your business.
1: Welcome to this episode of Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. While there's no I in team, someone needs to lead and lead well. And that's where Ray McLean and Craig Grime come in. After years of developing high-performing teams in the Air Force... They brought their skills to the corporate sector, founding leading teams in 2000. So, how do they do what they do? And how important is leadership really in developing high-performing teams? First, we need to understand what good leadership is. Jake Bridges, a partner facilitator at Leading Teams, tells Nicole Goodman what makes a great leader.
2: Leaders are involved. They're passionate. They've got integrity. They're genuine. I think it's around character and competence. So their behavior, Mm. but also their ability, their, their skill level. Those two things intertwine really strongly for me. So you can be really great at your job, but in terms of your behavior, that doesn't match up. Or you can be an amazing person, but you don't have the competence. So it's a mixture of both of those, but sort of the overarching, I guess those other four key components, they're really involved, they're passionate, they show integrity and they're genuine.
0: What are the structural issues that businesses have by the time they come to you guys at Leading Teams?
2: It's multifaceted. So one of the questions I would ask a leader when we initially sit down is what's the problem you'd like solved? And generally from there, a number of things start to come up and start to open up. But really what happens until you get in front of the group and you start asking some of those pointier questions, you don't really know. And then it depends on how honest the group is that you'll find out are they actually achieving their potential? Are they doing what they set out to achieve or are they just mediocre and they're just floundering or they're they're not flourishing? Are there some key
0: concerns that come up as part of that process?
2: definitely. So we've got underperforming staff. We know that people have got the capacity to do things because their performance spikes at peaks and troughs, but we want a more consistent approach to their performance. So how do we get that? Some of the teams that we work with really aspire to be high performing and they're actually already achieving some amazing things, but they want to get better. Mm-hmm. Where some teams, they really acknowledge that they need some genuine help So we don't go in with a preconceived idea or any assumptions, only that the team can improve.
0: It's amazing the number of people who complain about their bosses. Why is leadership so challenging to get right?
2: I think it's really around great leaders. They don't just create other followers, they create other leaders. And when you start to think about what is leadership, it's ultimately about influence. So management, positional power, If you muck up, I can sack you on the spot, but influence and leadership is quite challenging because it really comes down to how you engage the hearts and minds of your followers. How do I embrace the first follower so that they start to mimic or they start to emulate the behaviours that we want to see from each other? And I think therein lies one of the key issues, which is we just haven't defined yet what it means to be high-performing.
0: So then what is your process for instilling strong leadership skills and building a great culture?
2: We've got a series of programs, but I guess the main one that people come to us for is our performance improvement program. Mm-hmm. It's really a longitudinal program, so it's traditionally done over 12 months, if not longer. It's working with the key centres of influence in the business, building their capacity to engage in some genuine conversations around behaviour but ultimately, yeah, building their relationships strong enough to withstand those conversations. So we call that the dynamics, mm-hmm. and we believe that the dynamics invariably will drive the mechanics in the business. So the mechanics is KPIs, your strategic plan, the actual technical skill that people possess, and operating processes or systems. So if you break it up like that, it's really around the dynamics driving the mechanics.
0: When you get teams in to leading
2: teams... Mm-hmm.
0: Is everyone on board or is there some resistance that you find? How do you manage that?
2: Of course there's resistance. So if you start talking about counterproductive behaviour or things that we're doing that aren't actually helping us to achieve what we've set out to achieve, I even said to a group the other day, you know, a strategic plan will not jump off the page and drive itself. It will be the people. The penny started to drop. It's like, oh, that's right. The boxes look really nice and the document looks really glossy, but... Ultimately, it's about how we're interacting with each other. So you start to challenge that. And as a facilitator, I come back to not making any assumptions. Sometimes leaders will want to try and give you information about preconceived ideas they've got or behaviours that they've seen for a long period of time. Both my little girls, Luca and Grace, are at a primary school um, and their principal actually is engaged this philosophy around it. you just haven't learnt it yet. So that's the growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset.
0: So then what advice would you give our listeners, many of whom are actually business owners, that'll help sharpen their leadership skills and invigorate the performance of their staff?
2: I think the number one thing is really starting to define what you accept and what you won't, and everyone agreeing on that. And that can take a while. That is a process that's part of the start of our performance improvement program. You've first got to identify, get everyone on the same page. If you heard that analogy? um, But to do that, that can take consensus. That's why we call it an agreed behavioural framework or a trademark. That's how the trademark works. If you don't have one of those and you just have some values and they sit on a wall, Mm. it's almost like the wow factor. We call it words on walls. So it's great, Mm. but we don't use it. So we don't make decisions on it. We don't recruit against it. We don't induct people into the team based on the behaviours that we want because we haven't defined what they are. So Mm. when we go into a team, I don't say here, this is one that I've used with another corporate group or another elite sports team. You've got to define it. I think that's one of the biggest things that I would suggest for a leader to start there.
0: The link between leadership and culture Mm. is intrinsic. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about that link and how important it is for a leader to inform the culture Of the company, of the team, and to really
2: set the agenda. There's two ways. So a leader can just say, this is what I want, and then some people will jump on board and some people won't. Or a leader can involve the team to almost come up with what's the type of culture that we need to achieve what we want to achieve. Which is, they're two different ways. So leading teams is an empowerment model. It's not for everyone, and that's okay. We're really clear on that, so we've got to those first initial conversations with a leader are really around this is what it looks like, this is what it feels like, this is where we potentially might take the group. Are you up for that? And if there's any reservations initially and they're going, oh, I'm not sure if we could do that. And sometimes they might not be in for that empowerment and that's okay. You've just got to be clear about what you want.
0: So it can be quite confronting, but also highly beneficial.
2: Without a doubt. It Mm -hmm. can be, we don't use the word confronting. It's just, it's some people talk about, oh, I don't feel comfortable and that's okay. It's not about comfort, it's about safety. So, yeah, I'd always encourage teams that I work with, it's around, you might be feeling like you're about to step over the edge here, but it's about creating a safe enough environment to help us to engage in those conversations that we might not ordinarily engage in.
0: So who are the leaders that you think are doing an exceptional job?
2: I think leaders that can actually step back from what they do on a daily basis and understand that they're actually creating a legacy. Mm. So when they leave, will the place be better off or worse off? And I think there's a number of leaders that I'm working with that the pennies dropped, that one day they'll retire or one day they'll move on or one day they'll go and do something else and will the place be better off or worse off for them having been there. I learned that from my dad years ago, so I was really fortunate enough as a young boy to have some pretty amazing role models, and my dad was one of those. He's built on really basic principles, never judge a book by its cover. So I guess that's something that I would take into a group. When I'm working with a group, don't make any assumptions, only other than that they can improve.
1: Jake Bridges, Leading Teams. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening.
0: This Business Essentials podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication.